0: Hey, I,
1: Justin.
0: Hey, sister.
1: I beat you to the punch.
0: Yeah, I w- I was ready to do the intro, and you jumped right in. It, it, I'm sorry. Did,
1: did I mess anything
0: up? No. Really? I mean, you sound busy though. You I get am. To it. I
1: guess I'm kind of in a hurry to have our to have our conversation. <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't want to be here. It just means that I'm hustling and bustling right
0: now yeah well what uh, what's this uh, do you want to describe what this is all about or what uh... oh
1: well i'm not sure that our listeners would appreciate but i'm just really busy and i'm getting ready to go away for the weekend not for anything fun that i want to do um necessarily (laughs) or nothing that's going to be for me but so that i can take um a a few dozen um young people on a retreat, so, yeah.
0: Ah, okay, so it, it's work-related, ministry-related.
1: It is, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I um, get to take a bunch of 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders to a camp and um, spend two nights and three days with them, so.
0: Oh, well, How uh, <laughs> <laughs> fun with that.
1: Um, wait, are you saying that? you You hope that I do have fun with that, or like you're glad that it's me, not you like I don't know how to read your can comment I, can there I,
0: can i can it be both? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you well, and I'm glad it's not me
1: oh Viy i don't did you ever do anything like that? I mean, the only time you would have is if your girls were involved in something like this so
0: well yeah. I, I I did have a short stint working for the Boy Scouts. So Uh-oh. I I did I did a jamboree. Oh,
1: that would be a big deal.
0: Yeah. So I.
1: I mean, that would be like what thousands of. Boy well, Scouts. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. I mean, I was uh, yeah. I was the executive for the S- Southern California, so everything from Torrance, San Pedro, L.A. You know that whole kind of coastal region of L.A. So. Yeah, it was super big.
1: Any campfire songs you want to sing with, sing for us
0: here no. on the podcast? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will pass.
1: Yeah. So, what are you up to this weekend?
0: Uh, for the first time in a long time, nothing. Which I, that's what I'm looking forward to because it just uh, seems I'm like so jealous. <laughs> every weekend has been something. Yes, I can. I can imagine you'll you'll get there. Hopefully, that you'll have a weekend where you really have some downtime, but. Yeah, life has been busy kind of extracurricular-wise and work-wise, so I'm looking forward to a slower pace. Yes. And you will get there. But what – so what – you know, sometimes people, they're happy when they're busy, and some people are not happy when they're busy. And I, I don't know. What, what, what's your balance? Where do you fall on that spectrum?
1: Um, both. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I do. I am a person who struggles, um, with finding the balance of busyness and downtime. Um, I, when I'm busy, I crave downtime. And if I'm have too much downtime, I start to feel bored and I want to be busy again. So, um, busyness is, um, kind of another, pandemic i don't know if that's the right word to use before for people you know i think our culture and everything is um we're kind of sick that way
0: yeah that i mean that's we're we're on the teeter totter of of that i feel like a lot of times
1: i you know I, I was a child and so i don't have an adult perspective on it but it just doesn't seem like we were that life moved at the pace that it
0: does now when we were younger no no, it yeah i mean i I feel like everything has sped up technology has enabled everything to speed up and you know with cell phones and the internet you know you're always available you're always on call there's just so much more you are available to and a victim of in this world
1: Yeah, I was, um, you know, I'm not in business, but I do have opportunity to sometimes to read business books because of the leadership principles and things that you find in those kinds of books. And so one of the concepts that I've learned over the years um, is that that tyranny of the urgent, and I'm so sorry, because I don't know what book that came from or who said it first, but the tyranny of the urgent and you're right, technology has definitely made things so much more urgent feeling even though it's not you know and it's been it is a real um juggling lesson to to learn that somebody else's emergency isn't necessarily my emergency and having the wisdom and the discernment to know when I need to act immediately oh my kids are so noisy are you hearing them in the recording (laughs) it's fine
0: it's fine life happens you're gonna
1: yeah yeah um uh, you know, that people have access to you through, you know, used to, they had to call your home phone, but now they have your cell phone number and they have, and they can text you and they can send you a message through, um, Facebook messenger or, you know, all of the different social media platforms. And it's like, you can never get away. And even if I have my phone on silent, I have, I wear a Fitbit as a watch Um, And so it'll buzz if I'm getting a phone call or a text message. And, um, you know, it's just like you can never really turn everything off. And so you end up um, taking care of what is just urgently or right in front of you and not necessarily – What really needs to be done. And so when we started talking about busyness, that's where definitely where my head went is just that tyranny of the urgent. And I wonder how much it affects, you know, our listeners and because it takes over your life. Yeah. It can.
0: And I I have a kind of a unique, well, I'm going to say it's unique. I don't know if it really is, but I feel like my job is. Um, inextricably tied with that concept of tyranny of the urgent, because my, my, what my job is is to teach uh, people on our sales staff how to do things themselves instead of wrap you know instead of emailing and calling three different people to get an answer to something teaching them this is this is how you find out the answer for yourself so that you're not tying up resources you know pulling somebody away from something they have to do just for you know whatever your specific need is and so you know i i i, I, I completely understand you know that concept and what you're talking about that you know that it, it does distract you and and pull you away from maybe your primary goal or primary you know job at hand yeah
1: Yeah, like I have I have a real sense of calling what I'm called to do and what I need to do and then what I actually do are two different things so um it's uh yeah it's really uh really difficult you know I mean if you know, face-to-face communication. If you, if you have the opportunity to be with somebody face-to-face or to communicate that way, that's always preferred. And then maybe a next um, thing would be, you know, voice-to-voice. And then, and then there's all this electronic stuff that comes in between. And so, you know, I, I have a system, um, and like, I uh, I found this, I heard this from, I think it was Carrie Newoff. He's a, uh, speaker and former pastor and all of that. And it's kind of like, priority-wise. You know, if it's an email, then, you know, that it can wait 24 hours. And if it's a text message, then that's like, hey, get back to me in the business day. And if it's yeah. a text message, hey, get back to me within a couple hours. But if it's a phone call, you know, that's like, I need to talk to you right now. And I, I kind of want to share that with the world, you know, to employ that. Like, think about, is this, you know, is this text message worthy or could this be in an email?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and, and I, yeah, I, I get that all the time. I had uh, a sales rep email me and I answered the email. Then he texted me and this was all within minutes. He emailed me and I answered. He texted me a different question and I answered by via text and then he called me and I, I refused to call. I'm like, okay, you're going to use three modes of contacting me all within 30 minutes and you know, I'm responding to everything you're doing. I'm not gonna pick up the phone and you know further, you know, tie up my time. I mean, I'm you're getting the answers you're asking the questions yeah. about. So
1: Well, our culture feeds and rewards busyness. That is for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: And I am just in my own spiritual journey, my own walk, just really working on Um, Oh, gosh, this is going to sound so, like, snooty. But anyways, (laughs) um, on my interior life, right? So... I I have fallen into the trap of if as long as I'm busy then I must be doing something good and that's not always the case. Now I'm not doing bad things. I'm not doing illegal things or breaking the law, but I am preventing myself from finding rest and peace in Jesus. And um, I find myself doing things for God instead of spending time with God. And and it's the relationship is the primary thing. It's not the production at the end of the day. You know we are not a Works based faith. Yeah. Um, you know, that works flow out of the relationship that you have. And so this is a, a journey and something that I'm processing overall. And so when I have weekends, like the last three weekends I've had, it, it just feels like, am I absolutely insane? You know, like all three things that I've done were good. They were important. They were relationship building, but to have them stacked, I mean, and it was just, a, uh, uh, you know, it was, it was out of anybody's control. It was like, these were the only time these things could happen. Like one event was planned like eight months in advance. And then the other event was like, well, it's either this or Easter weekend and we can't do Easter weekend. And then the other was it had to get canceled from earlier because of the Omicron, um, yeah. coronavirus variant. And so this was like, we had to rebook a camp and it was the only weekend, you know, so like nothing was bad. It's just, but now that I'm in the middle of this three weekends in a row, it was, it's just like, Oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to die, but, you know, like, yeah. I, I'm
0: going to die. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm always happy when I'm busy with the things that I want to be busy with. I'm irritated when I'm busy with other people's stuff.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: You know, that's, I, I like being helpful and being useful, but when it when it takes away from the busyness that I want to be busy with, the, it that starts to wear on me.
1: Yeah, My, I'm worried that I'm going to be peopled out in a big grump for a month. But maybe <laughs> it'll be okay, because I plan to do as little
0: as possible. Listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Jesus got peopled out. He would go, he would just like, okay, you guys stay yes, here. He I'm, g- I, I'm going up to the top of this hill. Leave me alone. Well, I don't know that uh-huh. you said that. But, I mean, he did it too. He's, he, I mean, that this whole concept of... You know, retreating into yourself, or you know, retreating to a place where you are alone and have spending that time. I mean, I think it's critical. You just you just get overstimulated, and and yeah, I I think yeah. there's big value in that.
1: Yeah, I um. So one of the tools that I've been using to help me kind of define this and think through and process uh you know like just building on working on my interior life is the emotionally healthy spirituality and I think I've mentioned it yeah in podcasts before um and one of the one thing I was reading one time it just said Jesus disappointed people. It's okay to disappoint people. Wow. You know, like everyone was not thrilled with Jesus. You know, there were people that that didn't get healed. You know, he you know like that was not the primary focus of his ministry, you know? And so we see him, sometimes he would go into a town and it was like everybody was brought to him. And, you know, we can, by implication, say, okay, a lot of people were healed, but not everyone was healed every time. And so the whole idea that Jesus disappointed people, um, it's, you know, I mean, there's, we got to give context to that because he came for a specific reason. He didn't, you know, and so uh, he stayed on mission. He, you know, he did what he was called to do. And so then that's just a good reminder to me, like, like, and, and being human, I'm going to disappoint people. It is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and I'm going to say no sometimes to good things or I need to oh, hear. <laughs> yeah. I'm like projecting. Uh, <laughs> I want to. And, and someday I'm going to learn to say no to good things, even though they're good. It's just that that's not the thing that I need to do. It's not, um, as Suzanne Stabil says, it's not mine to do.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Saying no, that's... Um... That has been a lifelong struggle for me because I, you know, I, I don't like disappointing people. I do like being helpful and useful. And so I, you know, more often than not, I'm expending time, resources and effort on things that, you know, if I really step back, I probably should have just said no and and moved on.
1: yeah. Um, yeah, many people live by, um, they, on the expectations of others. So,
0: you know, it's, it's interesting. We just had a conversation earlier today, uh, internally at work, um, because we have a, a higher level member of our staff that whenever we come to her, her answer is always no. It's always to say no, to delegate to whatever, even though it, she is primarily in, you know, responsible for this one area of the business. So, you know, we've, uh, we're, we're having discussions with other managers now, like, okay, you know, at what point does she step in on these problems since that's in her title? So it's mm-hmm. interesting. Some people are really good at saying no. Um,
1: yeah. Like when it's not, Yeah yeah unfortunately, that's not my problem.
0: yeah
1: um yeah, i've I've worked in situations where like with that where you're like, does anybody care about what's going on around here? Like am I the only one that's gonna make this happen? Like I've definitely been in that position, yeah and yeah, it's frustrating and like you can admire their ability to say no, but hey, sometimes it's, yeah, I hope you get an answer.
0: Oh, I'm not you looking know. for an answer. <laughs> I'm not. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Well, from.
0: Oh, from know, the management.
1: T- yeah. The other managers like it. Oh, point yeah. Does she say yes?
0: No, her her boss has been made aware and he's projected to the rest of us that this will be a talking point on his next one on one with her. So oh,
1: okay. <laughs> hopefully she's not listening to this podcast. Justin.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> I, I didn't name names and it's a big company and this could apply to many people. And it may not okay. even be a female. So, how's that?
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. I think you're safe. All I right. think. All right. Yeah. So, that's, that's where I'm at. And um, we'd love to hear about from our listeners about how they manage busyness and what it is or how they've learned to say no to things. Wouldn't but... that be great to hear from them in an email?
0: Yes. I mean, are there not people in your life that you think, you know what, you, sh- you need to be busier. You're not, you are not busy enough or busy at all. Um, yeah. you think, you know, you're for not sure. on the ball. So
1: yeah, for sure. Like, um, this whole idea. One time I was at a leadership conference and the Craig Groeschel a big pastor of a church in, um, well, it's multi-site church. Anyways, he his whole message was, if you're not dead, you're not done. You yeah. know, like, just because you retire doesn't mean that, you know, you retire from God's call on your life. Like, there's no retirement from being a believer. <laughs> yeah. There, you know, like, you're, it changes your ministry or, you know, what you're called to do will look differently. You don't have the physical energy or the whatever but what you do have oh my gosh you have time so yeah
0: but, yeah it makes me think you know I, I get up and go to the gym every morning at five and i'm not saying that to brag or shaming yes anybody. you are because no you know i don't do that but anyways i uh, i it it uh, thrills me because there's a, a lady there she's clearly mid to late 70s if not early 80s. I mean she she looks ancient and I uh, you know I don't say that to insult her but you know she I mean she's very old. She's you know, she's just very old. I can tell. Um but she's in every morning at 5 doing exercises and she's dressed because she's you know, she comes in street clothes because she leaves the gym and goes straight to the hospital where she works there. So she comes in five, does her exercise. She's got her name tag on, her, you know, smock thing on. She does, you know, these exercises and, you know, she's not messing around. She's really doing the exercises and then get, hops in her car and drives down to the hospital and and works there. And I think, wow, that, you know, she, she's busy. She's, you know, she's staying super active. You know, where I, there are other people that they, you know, they feel like I've earned my rest. I'm not doing a darn thing. Yeah, and that's fine. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not bagging on them, but you know, some people really, they really thrive on activity.
1: Yeah, I, I admire that. It's always, um, it's that's always cool to see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, man, i I'm, I think I'm getting heart palpitations from talking about all this busyness. I feel like I need to be doing something right now
1: do some
0: yoga it'll calm you down oh well or do do some work do some activity Oh, but no i mean i i i feel for you going this weekend and having another busy weekend i hope you get some rest soon you know some time away
1: yeah it'll be fine and this is just One of those things, you know, one of those seasons that everything is just super busy. But um, I'm going to go. I'm going to have a good time. I think once we get away, that's, you know, a big part of retreat is just to be away. And so um, even though I still have to supervise and teach and, you know, (laughs) manage a bunch of kids, they, you know, I think it'll be really good. It'll be a really fun time. And to watch them kind of. Uh, settle in and and relax
0: yeah and just to be clear even though i've got nothing planned for this weekend you know i will be busy but it'll be all the busy stuff i want to do so that's what i look forward to good
1: deal
0: like well i don't want to do my taxes but i still need to do my taxes
1: yeah get those done
0: I don't I I I'm not anxious to get them done and you know have to write the check. I mean I'll have to do it anyways, but Yeah. I always owe. Anyways.
1: Oh. Well So our listeners he, can pray if for you that have more kids, or what? like I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, I don't I don't I don't I'm not looking for those kinds of tax breaks anymore. Oh. That's yeah. That's fine yeah well,
1: that, all right, this
0: is a mouthful. I know you're busy doing things, so we won't uh, hop into another topic, but I do look forward to talking to you next week. maybe a follow up to this and something. Uh, yeah,
1: we've got some ideas, some some more things to talk about. What was it goals?
0: Go Goal, Oh yeah, Beehags. Yeah.
1: if you don't know what a hag is. Tune I, in next time. We'll talk about some BHAGs.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, I look forward to figuring out what a hag is, too. So It's
1: also from a from a business book. But oh. if you don't know what it is, I'll, I'm going to save it for next time. Okay.
0: So. I'm excited. hags. B-H-A-G-S. An acronym mm-hmm. for something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, All right. Good talking to you. Have a great weekend. You, too. And we will get back next week
1: all right stoners out
0: stoners out bye